Hello and welcome back to Gen Z's Guide Quarantine Edition Part 2, week 5, 6, 7, 8. Lost track at this point. Couldn't even tell you in quarantine, just trying to get through here in the great state of Minnesota. We've been extended to shelter in place through at least May 4th, probably likely to get extended at least through mid-May, I'd guess, if not into early June, so... Um, just all trying to get, you know, through this time. And so we thought we'd pop on and do some things to kind of take um, our mind off of everything that's going on in quarantine and um, kind of run through these like 10 questions that um, some online magazine, let me look at the name of it, has laid out for couples to go over during quarantine, yeah, which I think is just like mm-hmm. kind of a fun idea in general because... Most of us are, you know, either sheltered with our significant other or if we're not, you know, you're talking to them likely via FaceTime. And this is just some new things to talk about and to go through and connect on and it doesn't have anything to do with the TV show you're watching or yep. work or other stressful things. So it's kind of a, a fun idea, I think. We haven't looked at any of the questions ahead of time, so you're going to be getting um, kind of our honest reaction and we're just going to start going through it. So question one is, if you could wake up tomorrow, having gained any one ability, what would it be? Hmm. Do you want to go first? You want to go first? You can go ahead and go first. Oh, I get to go first. Um, Time travel to when this is over. I think that's a great one. I think no one ability. Oh, so that's like a power. Yeah. What ability power? What's the difference? <laughs> well, says, this question taps into an unrealized potential. Maybe your partner has always dreamt of gyrating their hips and becoming uh, a big right. dancer so for Lady Gaga. Oh, something more realistic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, while a dream sequence might never played out. Okay, it helps you understand your partner's unexplored passions. Okay. Um. Then I'll go with it. In that sense, um, I'd say the ability to. Yeah, ability to be an MLB baseball player. That'd be the obvious choice for me, I think. I mean, if, if a dancer wants to be a backup dancer to Lady Gaga, then I'd choose to be a baseball player. So, even though, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. That doesn't surprise me, per se, that you want to be a, a, would want the power to be an MLB baseball player, but it's interesting because you have played baseball before, so it's already like, so you would just want more talent in that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Because yeah. you technically already have the ability to play baseball, but you want to yes. have the ability to be like, major league talent yes yes and i feel like if you played baseball you i think i think you know you'd probably answer that if you know a person played baseball so then would the argument be and i don't want to get too into sports because i think our demographic is predominantly female (laughs) but the argument would be would a professional athlete is that all natural ability or how much of that can be developed by training well now you're getting into Well, because you're saying that you want the ability to be an MLB player, but you already have athletic ability. You've played baseball. Yes. So is there a level of natural ability you don't have? Well, you've always talked about that, that you're given a certain – you're kind of born with a certain level of athleticism. But, no, I think think that, yeah, putting in the hard work is going to be better than the talent you're born with. Majority of the time. I think some people are outliers and – Stuff like that. But I think majority of the time, the work you put in is going to be more important than the talent. Okay. If I could wake up tomorrow with any one gained ability. <laughs> um, 
I guess maybe the ability to um, solve the world's problems. I don't know. Or like the ability to be like, wow, that's in- a genie. intelligent enough to figure out like solutions. Because I just think, I always think about, you know, the people like who do run for president and know how to like have a plan to address climate change or have a plan mm-hmm. to address um, healthcare and stuff. And I find that very interesting. I just don't typically, I'm unable to wrap my head around some of that stuff or the impact of stuff um, as it relates to other yes. things. So I think it would be cool to be have the ability to understand like a full landscape of really complex situations like that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. That'd be a cool ability and would help out the world. So I think, yeah, I think you're... Uh, well, I think some people have it. I just don't. Yeah. I think your your ability you picked helps the greater good instead of mine. So I have to make sure you look that way. Well, no. It, the one they used was someone who wanted to dance with Lady Gaga. Yes. So, you know, yeah. I don't think you had to go that direction. All right. I'm too. Um, if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Hmm. That's an interesting question. Hmm. That's a very deep question. It I think is. that actually is something that partners should discuss. Like, we've never really talked about that, but... Like, definitely, because if you're going to raise kids yourselves, I think that plays a lot into it. Like, the things that you experience growing up that you do or don't want your kids to experience. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love my parents very much, and I think they did a good job raising three boys. Um, but, you know, my mom. Yeah. Obviously, my brother's mom. All boys. No no girls in any part of our families. But uh, um, if I had to change one thing differently... Um, you know, I feel like, man, that, that's hard. I feel like, I feel like I was a hard kid to motivate. So I think maybe, not even to say the way maybe that I was changed, maybe I would do things differently um, in trying to motivate my child in the future. I was, I was a really hard person to motivate. So I had really had to find my own motivation. It took me to about, in my 20s, to really find my own motivation. So, but I think that's hard for a parent. I don't think, you know, I don't think... Well, it's can, not about blaming people. You shouldn't yeah. feel guilty saying that your parents didn't do a good job motivating Which you. Which I feel like they try to do. I think I was just a hard kid to motivate. I mean, you know, I don't... I think that's hard for a parent to motivate your kids. That's probably one of the hardest things to do is motivate your kids. You know, I, I, I feel like some... You have to have a sense of inner motivation, you know. You have to be have intrinsically. You have to have it intrinsically. So... Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure, Megan doesn't uh, exactly believe that, but. <laughs> um, I would change a lot about the way I was raised. <laughs> no offense to my parents. I think the biggest thing um, is I was raised in a very like achievement-based mm-hmm. household. I always oh, felt wow. that I had to like earn oh. my parents' oh. praise or love by achieving certain things, and if I just achieved enough, then. I would feel like I was enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, like, I ended up, you know, achieving a lot of great stuff, which yeah. is great. But also, it, be, it, I never, yeah. like, satisfied the feeling that I thought I would feel, if that makes sense. Because I mm-hmm. felt like I was chasing something that, like, didn't really exist in yeah. that regard. 
I apologize. You're just going to hear Dolly in the background because she's being naughty. She's had plenty of exercise. She's just a puppy being naughty. Yes, I totally agree. Okay, on to the next question. Question three. What did I do this week to make you feel appreciated? Oh, oh that's interesting. interesting because that's one of the questions we, we me and Megan fill out a little like wedding kind of diary per se you could call it. And that's actually one of the questions they ask every week in it. So that's actually an interesting question. Um, oh man, do you want to go first? On- sure. Um, so we got into an argument this week because our garbage disposal broke. Yada, yada, yada. Long story with just a whole situation. I got very angry. <laughs> I went over to my mom's house with Dolly. We just needed space. I think it's like one of those things a lot of people who are quarantining together can experience. We are both working from home in a one-bedroom apartment. It's just a lot of not a lot of space, not a lot of time to like process things and have your own routine. And um, I think that added to it. But when I came back, you had, you know got us wine and picked us up some dinner and bought some fake flowers to the apartment, which yes. a little over the top was a little unnecessary. Oh, Am I a little over the top? Yeah. But it was very cleaned thoughtful and nice. Cleaned too. There was a lot of hair. Oh, I cleaned. I cleaned. Oh, you didn't notice I cleaned? You did, but it wasn't oh. like a deep clean. Oh, I mean, like, let's deep. not know. Yeah, deep. Yeah. I, see, I'm really good at, when I clean, I'm really good at doing the floors. Okay. And I feel like it's one of the hardest things to notice. But the bathroom was spotless. Sure. Yes. Okay. The kitchen was know. not. Uh, kitchen was wiped down fully. Sure. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It, the, the, <laughs> the thought process was nice. Yeah. Absolutely. And it was a nice thing. Yeah. I try, I try to do. I, I gotta do that stuff more often. You know. I feel like sometimes people get in routines and they forget to sometimes do that for people that they. Mm-hmm. care about them, you know stuff especially during quarantine um i would say one way that you made me feel appreciated this week was um i would say dealing with the frustrations in a very you know lovely manner you know i feel like i feel like i caused some of the things so i feel like you know you were very easy with me and like just working with me i feel like quarantine kind of got to me this week so i really appreciate you you know, working with me this week. I feel like it was, you know, we're going to get over the hump here, and I feel like you did a good job of it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you feel most grateful for during quarantine? Oh, Lord. It's hard to feel grateful for anything. I'm grateful that we are healthy, and our families are healthy, yes. and our friends are healthy. We haven't had anyone we know personally contract COVID-19 so very grateful for that yeah I think we're a few degrees off by some people right well my parents neighbors and some of the neighbors you don't know them personally no I've known they live in Chicago please this is not like your like lifelong neighbor that you live with like a few degrees yeah a few degrees separated yes well that's like I've seen people on social media say they've gotten it but I don't know them yes that's true yeah but, um, yeah, what are you grateful for? I think, uh, you know, being able to, you know, I think be with you has been really happy, you know, be able to, you know, if you're going at quarantine alone, I bet it's, you know, it's just tougher. So, um, just trying to, you know, find ways to entertain yourself would be really hard. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm glad to go through it with someone, especially like Megan. You know, it's been it's been really fun. I can imagine going through it with anyone else but you. So, yeah, that's my little love note for our podcast. <laughs> it wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are not going to do all ten questions because they just got very long and. Some of them are not great, so we'll just skip around a little bit. So, um, let's see. Do you think it is better to be the one who is loved more or the one who loves more? Mm. I think that's an easy one for me to answer. I think it is better to be the one who is loved more versus the one who loves more. Really? Yeah. I'd rather give more than... Take. I don't think that you've been slighted in the way I have. <laughs> give more than take. Yeah, I think, but maybe this is just how most girls, I, maybe not most girls, I just dated a lot of people in my life who I definitely cared about more than they cared about me. And so I think I learned it can be very painful if you love someone more than they love you and they take advantage of that. Okay. So I, I think I, I I get what you're saying. The notion of loving and giving more than you receive is like great, and I think that is how everyone should try to be. But I think that um, I just think that there are people who take advantage of that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, we different on that one, but I yeah, I'm gonna go with my you know, rather give more than take kind. I think that's the non-jaded answer. Yeah, I, I think that's you know. Yeah, I think I'm the surface. Maybe I'm being too surface level, but I think that's what I would go. No, with. I think that's like a good answer. I I wish that that's how I felt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, past experience is gonna influence you know your current experience. Ooh, if you could have a secret decoder ring that explains all of my behavior and reveal all my hidden truths, what's one question you'd run through the ring? First of all, what is a decoder ring? I don't know. I assume that that's from like a spy movie or something. But essentially just like if you could try to figure out one thing that I, I guess I do or a behavior of mine that you've never understood. Hmm. It is an interesting question. If you could, I'm going to repeat the question because I feel like it's a little bit hard to understand. If you could have a secret decoder ring that explains all my behavior and reveals hidden truths. What's one question you would run through the ring? Hmm. Oh, interesting. I would say my question for you is, do you really look back on everything in your life with a very positive, optimistic lens? Because that's how it comes across when you tell stories. Like You never have anything that's like necessarily super negative or like, you know, whatever. And I'm curious, I'd be interested to know if, Henley, you feel different ways about things than you put out there. Really? Well, I mean, everyone I obviously don't have to answer. No, you're not supposed to answer. Oh, okay. No, we're not doing any answers. Okay, gotcha. Okay. That's a, that's a good one, and maybe that's for another podcast. You know, that, that's a, mm-hmm. a good question to keep that in mind. Um, I would I would say, hmm. Yeah, I mean, oh, man. If I get uh, Explains all my behavior and reveals hidden truths. Oh, that's interesting. You know, we were talking about this earlier, and this is going to be, I'm throwing out a funny one there. Megan's very afraid of bugs. 
So I'm like, what? I'm like, what made you so afraid of spiders in the bathroom? And she, and she I, you, you can hear a shriek. And I'm like, whoa, what is going on? Oh, it's just a spider. Okay, all right, we're good. We're good. Let's get in a, in a piece of toilet paper and flush it. But yeah, maybe I run through there. I'd put a funny one through there, you know? Of course you would. <laughs> <laughs> Are rich people happier? What amount of money would make you happier? I would say I would say six billion. Six billion? Yeah. Would make you happier than now? Well, Nothing I know, under that, six billion you know would make you happier. You, know you are not answering that question correctly. <laughs> no, okay. So and I was you're thinking totally it. skipping the beginning. Are rich people happier? I was gonna get to that. Okay. So I was thinking in this sense. One of I would love to own a sports team. And you have to have about three billion ish. That's what anywhere you do with happiness. So, that's true. That's, that's true. You're no, not answering I mean, this seriously. I mean, no. I mean, are rich people happier? Just maybe on the surface level, yeah, they could be happier. But you know, I think that they're also on the other end. Is if you're really poor, it can lead to you know causes and problems in relationship and stuff like that. But I feel like there's some people that can live that life, like kind of just a nomad. There's some people that kind of can live that life with, hey, money is just a kind of abstract, you know, it's a contract, not abstract, it's construct. So I think, man, it really depends on the person, you know? I think to most people in society, more money would make them happier. But there's obviously liars. Um, I think that... Um, you know, I think generally maybe people are more happier if you have more money, but there's problems for those people as well. So, um, but let me move on to, you know, the next part of the question, what amount of money would make me happier? Um, I would say, I would say the amount of money that would make me happier is, I'd say a hundred grand a year for the rest of my life. So whatever that equates to people, some people can do that math and, send it to me, but I think generally maybe that, you know, that's 10 million. So, you know, there's, that's a hundred years, 10 million and a hundred grand a year. That generally would be comfortable. So you want back pay? Yes, back pay. I would want back pay since I was zero. And you want a hundred grand on top of what you like already make? Well, that's not part of the question. (laughs) Well, how much money would make you happier? Well, let's say, uh, you have to pick a lump sum. Let's round it up to 30. Okay. I'm 27. Well, let's round it up to 30. So that'd be 7 million. So you, okay, you want to lump sum of 7 million. Yeah. If you haven't noticed, Patrick can never just answer a question like yes, no, X, Y, Z. It's always like more complicated and doesn't actually answer the question. It's, <laughs> um, are rich people happier? No, obviously there are people who are really wealthy that have really struggled in life or are depressed mm-hmm. or, or battle their own problems. Yes. I think we're going to be going into a time with another recession on us where there's going to be a larger divide between poverty and um, wealthy lifestyles. And I think that in that situation, um, it is hard to feel sorry for people who have more resources. Yeah. Um, I don't think that having money makes life easier, but I think that it makes getting resources easier. And I think that's a big part of being happy 
And so, um, I don't know. I, I think that I, I agree with what you said, even though it's not a yes, no, too. I lean towards no because I think that's the truth. I don't think money makes guarantees you happiness, but I do think it makes happiness more achievable. Yeah, so I was about to say, do you think it makes being happier easy, getting to happiness easier? No, because I think there are different things that you come in contact with, but again, I think that you have financial ability to seek out resources that can help dealing with those challenges manageable and then lastly um how much money would it take to make me happier i'm gonna say a ridiculous number kind of like you it's not that i wouldn't be happier with you know any kind of bonus amount of money because i think everyone would be but for it to be like really like life-changing I think it would have to be like $10 million, which okay, seems like a lot, but it's like then you can comfortably buy a mansion. You can yeah. buy a nice house for your parents. You can take care of your loved ones, invest in charity. Like that's enough money where you can actually do a lot of stuff to set you up for a longer haul versus like a hundred grand right now. So, yeah. so I get why you said such a large number too. I, I respect that. Okay. Okay. We're not taking into consideration taxes here, people. So that's not oh, part yeah, of the that's equation. True. That's true. So not part of the question. Okay. <laughs> we're going to do one last question. There's like these bonus 20s, so they should be like fast. Okay. Um, let's see here. I don't know the second part of this, so I'm just going to ask the first part. Aliens, are, there re- are they real? And if yes, then they invent the magic butter machine. That's the part I'm not asking because I don't know what a magic butter machine is. (laughs) I think we got to let the people know, though. You know, maybe people can reach out. If you know what the magic magic butter butter machine is, then you know. Are aliens real? You know, I tend to say yes. Obviously. There's something else out there. For sure. I just know no civilization, humanity in the whole universe, outside of this universe. Um has been able to find one another. You know... I don't think that's true There's either. UFO files, so, I mean, I mean, there is... Well, let me be clear. I don't either. believe in aliens in the way that they're depicted on TV. Okay. But I believe in aliens in the fact that there has to be extraterrestrial organisms and there has to be life outside of human life on different planets because there's an entire, like, solar system going on. There's an entire you know, Milky Ways and stuff. So I just think it's very selfish to think that this one planet and this one form of life is the only thing that exists. I think that there has to be more, but I have zero idea what that is. So maybe not human-like, but you're even thinking just like organisms in general. Not organisms. I mean, I'm not talking about like ants. Okay. Well, organisms are not ants. They're like bacteria. No, organisms. Right? I think technically organisms are anything. We're an Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm, I, I go, no, so I'm not saying that like, I'm not saying like, you know, but I'm, I think there's something that's like human-like that has human-like. thought, okay. decision-making, consciousness, souls outside of humans. Okay. So human-like. Okay. I'll go with that. Okay. Let's see. Do one more fun one. Hmm. Oh, you know what? I kind of like that one. The best party you've ever been to and why. Oh, sure. Go for it. Let's go with it. Um, best party you've ever been to and why. Well, I could go... I've been to Mardi Gras in New Orleans, so I think I could go with that. That's an obvious choice. Um, but 
do I want to go with the obvious choice? That's not really that fun. Yeah, if that's know? the best party you've ever been to. Yeah, I mean, it's a party on a... I mean, it's just a, a whole city's a party. Citywide so, party? Yeah. No, that's a fair answer. I think that's a good answer. You know, you know, I feel like, you know, if you were in high school, college, you've probably been to some cool house parties along the way. You know, I'd probably say, oh, man, something happened at this cool party I went to. You know, those are probably some memorable times, too. You know, but how about you? Go ahead. I'd say Mario. Um, there's like two things that are like within the span of 48 hours that I think of, which is manifest when I was graduating from college, which is like not really a party in the traditional sense. It's a festival all day, musical festival parade, Mm -hmm. lots going on. Um, cause I've been to like, obviously a fair amount of party parties, but none of them are like extremely unique. I've never been to Mardi Gras. But that was like a moment where it was like, I knew it was going to be the last time I saw a lot of those people I graduated with. Mm-hmm. Um, we were on campus for like the last time. Yeah. Um, we were like in the streets of Chicago. I mean, World Series is another one actually that I just thought of. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. But that's I didn't think of that. But I guess I'm counting that, that as the, yeah. Um, but so Manifest or after graduation, after we got engaged, um, one of our friends had won like a free party at like Moe's Cantina in Chicago yeah, and it was like free vodka sh- drinks and we were leaving for Minnesota in like two days and moving and so hey I got to announce my our engagement to that all my fun, friends yeah. mm-hmm. and that was really fun and B it was like just nice again to see everyone before we moved yeah so there's like the two okay I got you cool. parties yeah I mean I can like, go on with that question forever but you know there's a lot of different ways to take that yes question. Is, yeah. yeah all right well yeah. those are just some if you want to look up more it's on this it's ps i love you oh it's literally no oh. it's on something oh yeah i think it's no it's on medium.com okay medium.com okay which is like i think kind of sort of like a buzzfeed-esque type site yes. so yeah it's on medium it's called um 10 questions to ask your partner during quarantine there's actually 10 questions but then they have like 20 bonus questions that are a little bit quicker um but yeah i mean it's very easy to get bored it's very easy to like feel like you're talking about the same things or like getting so stuck on discussing the news it's yeah. nice to change the subject and talk about things that are a little bit more not lighthearted. some of them are deep questions but just not so rooted in quarantine and COVID-19 and yeah because it's a lot of information right now and mostly all of it is about yeah it's nice to get away from it Mm -hmm. so hopefully we helped you get away from it um if you ask your partner any of these questions and they have funny or unique answers let me know on Instagram you can always send me a DM at uh mega m-e-g-a mcdonald 16 I love hearing what you guys um, say in response to things. It's always entertaining. Um, So if you guys have some really funny responses from your partners, um, I will love that. I will post a link to this actual like article, I think, um, on Instagram. So go to Instagram if you want the direct link. Otherwise, like I said, medium.com. It's 10 questions to ask your partner during quarantine. Excited to hear what they say. Other than that, we will be back soon with another quarantine podcast episode to distract you from all of the news and people arguing about when you're going to be able to go eat at a restaurant again. Yeah. All right. right. Have a good one. Have a good day.